Hello and welcome to the Living With Long Covid podcast. My name is Julie. I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker in May 2020 to COVID-19 patient and subsequently I have long COVID. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with long COVID, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, the podcast is not a medical podcast. I'm not giving medical advice. You would need to consult a medical professional. I intend to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID over subsequent podcasts and I hope you will continue to join me. Okay, so um, today's podcast is um, called Reducing Sugar, but I love cake. <laughs> so um, this is something that, um, to be honest with you, I've thought about um, for a little while in terms of, of sugar in I, I do think about the diet and how um that can benefit um health and uh, wellness and um some symptom management really um so i wanted to share with you guys a recent change um i, I made to my diet um but first i'll go into a little bit more of why i did that so since having long COVID, I found I've had a really, really dry mouth. I don't know if anybody else has, has experienced that, feeling really thirsty a lot, more so at the end of the day, definitely during the night. Um, and I would always, always wake up first thing in the morning with that really awful dry mouth um, that I didn't really ever experience pre-COVID unless, um, for want of a better example, I had a few drinks the night before, shall we say, and, you know, I'm sure we've all been there. Um, so, um, you know, as I previously said as well, my fluid intake is good. Uh, I practice what I preach in terms of the importance of hydration. So it, it really did feel like this was a mystery. Um, and I, I, I found myself thinking, look, you know, I've, I've got symptoms that you would relate to diabetes. So blurry vision, um, I've got really slow healing wounds and bruises, um, weight loss, um, my weight loss is quite a big thing for me and uh, especially at the moment so I may talk about that more in a, um, a later podcast as, as well. Um, tingling, numbness in my hands, feet and fatigue. Um, and you know of course the thing is most of these symptoms can be found in long covid and are found in long covid and um i've had my hba1c uh taken a couple of times so and um, for those that are, are unfamiliar with what that is it is just it's a blood test um and it's used to, to diagnose um and monitor diabetes basically um so this is of course it's basically been normal every time which i did expect uh, but then I'm also left with, you know, what is going on? Why have I got these symptoms? And what can I do about it, basically? Because if you've ever experienced dry mouth, and obviously you guys know, um, if you've listened to my previous podcast, my voice and vocal distortion can be really bad. Um, it's really nice to be able to do this podcast and actually have some audibility today. So uh, I'm not going to push my luck, touch wood. <laughs> um, I then started to, you know, think about what does this mean? You know, why am I getting these symptoms? 
um, obviously the voice rela related um, element is it related isn't it related but when your mouth's dry and your throat's dry my voice would just feel so much sort of harder you know more difficult to project um, and you know what I will say guys is you, you know that I'm still going through this um, relapse um, at the moment and the last week or so my um, we we're not meant to use the term brain fog apparently it's quite a lot of controversy over this at the minute but anyway whatever's happening in my brain is really <laughs> challenging so if I do lose my words I'm not gonna edit I'm gonna leave leave what is to be I was gonna say but I'm gonna just you know leave it um authentic and yeah you may hear that that's all I, I wanted to just point out there um okay so where was I so I'd started thinking about um, sh sugar, basically, because I thought about the the diabetes s the symptoms, um, and then I related to the fact that actually I'm really intolerant to alcohol, and I could I've never been able to work out why am I intolerant to alcohol, and obviously I've I've spoke about that on a po previous podcast, and I know a lot of people um, with long COVID reported the same thing that they can't tolerate alcohol, so. You know, and, and it's a, the thing is, with the alcohol, what my thought process was, it would be how quickly I'd have a reaction to the alcohol. Um, as I said, with the symptoms um, I explained before, feeling really unwell, um, you know, headaches uh, coming on quite quickly, the symptoms that would, would come about. So it just got me thinking um, about, obviously, uh, diabetes, the thirst, the alcohol reaction, and I thought, is my body not coping with sugar, or a lot of sugar, like maybe in a glass of alcohol, or maybe, in, as I've mentioned in the title, a slice of cake, um, or something where you would get like, uh, what you might want to term as a sugar brush, um, like a lot of sugar all in one go. Um, I don't drink sugary drinks anyway, I didn't pre- covid um i don't i don't drink cordial juice particularly or anything um i tend to drink herbal teas um black coffee and water water is my big thing i drink a lot of water so you know i would never have noticed anything from those because because i don't drink them um but i do like a slice of cake <laughs> as i've mentioned um so i've had these symptoms most of the time and you know I would have times when they were far worse and I would feel the way I do when you crash after any exertion that's how I would put it to anybody that maybe hadn't experienced this so when you know we've exerted ourselves and you've maybe thought you could do a little bit more than you could and then all of a sudden there we go hits you and all these symptoms come on and you've crashed so anyway, I'd said to my husband a couple of times over previous weeks, um, probably months to be honest, it's been a little bit while, of a while that I've pondered these things and I'm really thinking about symptoms and, and as you know I try and symptom manage because that's all I feel that is available right now. Um, you know, so it's something rather than nothing I suppose. So anyway, I had, um, I'd said to my husband as I say, um, a couple of times I'm wondering if sugar is just not agreeing with me or maybe a lot of sugar but 
I didn't think a great deal about it when I'd first mentioned it to him. I just sort of admit it was a bit of a flippant comment, um, you know, and then everything else takes over and you just think anything of it. But but again, um, I got to a point where just one night I felt extra awful, really not good, and it, it descended quite quickly. Um, and we'd had some treats. We'd be basically been watching, you know, a bit of Saturday night TV and had some sweet treats and um snacks in general to be fair but we did have we did have the sweet treats so I decided then that I needed to basically explore what was going on. So um for those of you who follow me on Instagram you may have seen that I got myself my rainbow book a few weeks ago now and the intention was finding out basically if sugar is a problem um and working out um you know how I might be able to 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 use my diet to support that so that I don't have these um extra crashes if you like or or times when I feel extra unwell because it's not something that you need when you've got long covid as you will all probably be able to relate to so um so what I decided was I think overall I wanted to give my diet a bit of an overhaul um I am a vegetarian I've said that before so I do eat um you know I am I do eat a lot of vegetables and fruit as well I'm not a vegetarian that that doesn't um or you know doesn't like that kind of um sort of plant-based like the actual fresh fruit and vegetables I do eat a, a great deal of those so but what I thought was actually with anything like this if you're going to rule something in rule it out then you need to just concentrate on that one thing so f- for the time being and I will talk about the rest of my diet in another a podcast and some of the things that I have been doing and again if you do follow me on Instagram you may have seen some anti-inflammatory things so I'll just leave that with you with you for now if you don't follow me on Instagram by all means go and have a look Julie Taylor 9545 um so I decided to um take to take sugar out of my diet and then I'll be honest I had a look at this and I was actually a little bit shocked about what sugar is in um it's not something I've really concentrated on before to be quite honest um so I decided it would just be really really difficult for me to completely take sugar out of my diet um and as I said I've had a lot of weight loss so I'm just trying to be quite careful uh with what I do as well and not push too hard so I thought right okay what can I do so I thought I'll have a look um at what the average adult should have as their um, daily intake of sugar and the NHS recommends that it should be no more than 30 grams of free sugar per day for adults so you're not talking about like your, your fruits and what have you it is your free sugars so I decided um what I would do is try and keep below the recommended uh, daily amount not you know but not if I, if I did reach that that's fine because what I was doing was documenting everything anyway so um I'd aim for at least half that if possible so I'd do this for two weeks um journal in my lovely rainbow book all of my meals and how I felt um along with my uh, daily sugar intake in, in grams and some days you know I did I ate, I ate very very little sugar I managed to do it and then other days I actually 
reached the 30 grams daily amount and although I think there's one day that I went 0.7 over but I'll forgive myself for that <laughs> um so the sugar that I was eating as well what I would say was just in certain things that I was eating it wasn't that I was eating cake I did I haven't I wasn't having cake I wasn't having I, I love Kit Kats I will just say I absolutely love Kit Kats and so I, I, I nothing like that nothing um so you know I um I thought when when I'm I I, I you know I do that I can then basically monitor um what I've got in there what my sugar intake's like how I'm feeling um and I what I did learn as well is that it's got to be such a challenge for people who can't have sugar in the diet or all um, it really must be very very difficult um, and if any of you guys out there um, can't have sugar and you've got any uh, tips or um, recommendations for food types for me um, then please do get in touch because that would be absolutely brilliant um, so what I found uh, doing this was for the first couple of days everything was the same really to be honest um, especially the dry mouth in particular um, and what I was finding as well is that it, it just was waking me up on the on a night time my mouth was so dry you know where your you basically your teeth stick to your lips um, and it, it, your mouth is that dry that's how it was getting so so dry um, anyway so the days passed I'm, I'm, I'm eating um, the diet with lower sugar and things did start to subside a little bit um, so one of the key factors was the dry mouth which was lovely because as I said it's really difficult and uncomfortable um, you know waking up in the night because my mouth was so dry and um, having to have a drink and you know the blurry vision um, I found wasn't as bad um, and, and, and I, I don't particularly get up to go to the toilet during the night because um, being a, a bladder and bowel um, nurse practitioner previously um, I, I've, you know the tips of, of looking after your bladder and making sure that you know you don't need to, to use the toilet over, overnight um, and having that healthy bladder but I was actually having to get up because my, <laughs> to urinate because it was just you know um my bladder was filling and waking me up and I was you know dry this dry mouth um and I will say I've had some insomnia so sometimes I haven't been asleep it's just been a case of um needing to go to the toilet so okay so I I felt even these few days in that it had made some difference um now don't get me wrong it wasn't a euphoric kind of relief um so although as I said previously the dry mouth could go under the umbrella as a big win but I felt as if it was significant enough um, as I explained the other symptoms are related to long COVID and I could have those for many reasons so I didn't obviously I've not seen any improvement in fatigue um, I've possibly had some improvement in the numbness and tingling in my hands and feet and now thinking about it but if you know I'm not sure it's significant but yeah I'm now thinking about it I think the tingling in my hands and feet has been a little bit better um you know but <laughs> again if you're anything like me any 
any type of improvement it, it's definitely worthwhile giving these things a go and you know it's ch- lifestyle changing um, and I know that is challenging for for us to do at the moment as well but actually if, if you get some improvement it's worth having a go so then obviously I'm seeing these improvements um, I'm pleased about these improvements. It's a short snapshot of a window as well. I mean, obviously, if this was in any form of medical research, it'd be by far means um, not long enough. And obviously, um, I'm only one person too. And, you know, at the end of the day, everybody is different. And you guys may not be experiencing anything like this. So, you know, that that's that's just what I wanted to say there. But so at this point, I thought, right, I've got to put my theory into test. Theory into test. There you go. My... <laughs> I've got to put my test into theory. Um, um, I don't even think I said that the right way around. Basically, what I needed to do was test out whether this, you know, had made a difference. Um, whether that, you know, it is that if I eat um, a sensible diet with a, a, a recommended daily amount of, of sugar or just below the recommended daily amount of sugar that I can manage and I don't get these symptoms um, and whether I maybe need to just not have those moments of sugar rush which is like a big piece of cake or something I, you know anyway so I did the ultimate test and um, you know I took one for the team <laughs> uh, and after uh, like two and a half weeks it was at this point I ate a slice of carrot cake and now for any carrot cake lovers like me this was amazing but it was really bittersweet because at this point it was really strange I had that instant return of symptoms just like when I drink alcohol having the hangover symptoms without the fun the night before which is what I always say and you know but in this case it you know it was my my favorite cake so <laughs> um now I thought, could this be placebo? Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. Obviously, I'm putting this down on paper. I'm checking it out. Um, so, and also, like I said, I'd only reduce sugar for a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, so my body could be reacting to that sugar anyway because I've not eaten it. So I, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to reason with this. So I wait until the following day, and you know, of course, what I had to do was repeat the test. <laughs> so. So I had another piece of carrot cake <laughs> just to make sure and you know I was hoping the, the, the outcome would be different um, but nope I had the same feeling and I'm and I'm laugh I'm laughing because you know um, you know you've, you've got to try these things and you've got to see the brighter side of it but obviously I'm really at this point thinking I can't eat carrot cake anymore you know or it's gonna have to be really planned out um, so, you know, um, is it a win? I don't know. Um, and I will put out there that um, I've not been monitoring my blood glucose levels. Um, you know, so this is purely done based on how I feel when I eat the sugar. So it's very diet based. It's in no way scientific, as I said. And I, I'm basically not advocating to everyone um, doing the same, you know, and, and cutting out sugar. Um 
and, and unless you obviously you're having these symptoms and you want to try a particular it might not be sugar something in your diet you think you might be reacting to and you want to do that food diary based um test that i've done myself but obviously always always check with a health professional you know before you do anything like changing your, your diet or what have you because i would not want to advocate anything interfering with anything somebody you know needs and everybody has different health problems and i always say regardless of long covid people may have um you know uh, underlying conditions pre-covid and what have you so um so anyway however for me it has it has highlighted a, a need to keep my sugar intake it's on the lower side of 30 grams per day uh, which to, to this day I've continued to do and although I do still feel thirsty at times I'm not going to say that I don't I do not work in the night right now with the, the dry mouth my lips thankfully are not sticking to my teeth anymore <laughs> um, and I don't have that excessively dry mouth and so that for me even just the dry mouth element it's, it is a win it is a win um, and you know obviously I've not had those instant crashes as well where I've maybe had too much sugar and just you know everything descends and your symptoms all heighten and feel really you know not so good so and I am unsure why my body's reacting in this way to sugar and it but it does really make sense to me now why alcohol is no go for me because obviously alcohol's got a lot of sugar in it and you know you drink it and it's like a sugar rush so um and it's like, I suppose the other point I will make as well though is it, I am still unclear if it is that sugar rush um, that is the issue it would indicate that it is but you know like when you have a slice of cake or a chocolate bar that, or, or alcohol that, that is, seems to be the main trigger point um, and it does seem that if I do keep that low steady sugar um, like I said within a range of the, your daily amount it, it does seem to be okay um, and doesn't evoke the same reaction as, as if I do have something high sugar based and instant really so I am going to discuss this with my GP and see what their thoughts are um, when I next see my GP um, and as I said um, earlier I would always advocate that if anybody does want to make any diet changes or has any concerns about what I'm talking about then please do speak to your health professional I'm talking to you based on what I've done and obviously that personal journey um, so you know it might this might resonate it might trigger some thought processes people who have had issues with alcohol may now think that you know that that they've had effects in other ways you might not we are all different um you know whilst we're going through this long covid journey we are all different so anyway for those of you that follow me on instagram um as i said earlier in the podcast you will have seen some anti-inflammatory information pop up some smoothies i've got a vegetarian chili on there and this is basically my ongoing quest to manage my long covid symptoms um to feel as well as I can living with long COVID. So if you don't currently follow me, then please do on Instagram, Julie Taylor nine five four five. Feel free to to give me a DM with any questions or comments. Um, if you do enjoy the podcast, it'd be really really helpful for me, um, and it helps me reach more people. If you didn't mind leaving it a review, um, 
it really helps to get the podcast out there and please do share it with anyone that it might help uh, is my aim is to support and, and raise awareness um, of long covid okay so on the next podcast i'm going to talk about working um whilst you have long covid which includes the journey to my current relapse and the lessons that I have learned along the way and I hope you will be able to join me so as always please do take care thanks bye